Welcome. This is DeForest Soares Jr. My friends call me Buster. My enemies do too. This is the D-Free Podcast. We call it In the Black because we want everybody, especially, especially black people, to be in the black. That means you own more than you owe. You make more than you spend. Your assets are greater than your liabilities. Be in the black. This podcast is sponsored by Prudential, and it is owned by the D-Free Movement. My co-host is Tamika Stembridge, attorney, hip-hop retiree, and all things genius. Welcome, Tamika. Thank you, guys, and welcome to D-Free in the Black. This episode of the D-Free in the Black podcast is brought to you by our friends at Prudential. Who says you have to live paycheck to paycheck forever? Not us. Join the Billion Dollar Challenge today. The Billion Dollar Challenge was created to help tackle debt and track savings with our free online tool. It's fun, easy, and confidential. You can do it in a group, too. Join today at BillionDollarPayDown.com. And now, this week's D-Free Black Money Moment. So today's Black Money Moment goes to Jay-Z, a.k.a. Sean Carter, a.k.a. Beyonce's husband. Um, <laughs> he became the first hip-hop billionaire a, while, a little while ago. And I'm not surprised by that at all. But what I am surprised about is that most, you know, besides his, his music catalog, Rock Nation, Rock Aware, Rockefeller, S. Dots. Do you remember those sneakers? Yeah. <laughs> Too <laughs> What he made the most money from was alcohol. Um, Ace of Spades and Ducey, which really shocked me. Um, he also has real estate, an art collection, and some other investments. He pretty much does it all. Right. That's it. Um, he's 49 years old, and we're so proud that he turned his life around and strategized and did all of this. And now he's the first black hip-hop billionaire. As another hip-hop artist said, he's out here making money moves. That's it. Kudos to you, This episode of the D3 in the Black podcast is brought to you by our friends at Prudential. Welcome. This is DeForest Soares Jr. My friends call me Buster. My enemies do too. This is the D-Free Podcast. We call it In the Black. Hello and welcome back to the D-Free Podcast, In the Black. I am your host, Tamika Stembridge, the Executive Director of the D-Free Global Foundation. And we have today co-hosting with me, Dr. Soares, our founder and CEO. Welcome, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome to you. And uh, I'm glad to be back. You said... Welcome back, and I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for welcoming me back, and I am so excited. You've got a great lineup of talent, um, starting with this superstar that you met some time ago. Yes, um, we are excited to have on the show today Miss Eliza Brevard Rodriguez, who's the CEO and founder of a company called Sweat which I'm very excited to hear about. There's so many different layers to this young lady. I met her at the Sisters in Business Expo in North New Jersey probably a month or so ago um, where D-Free was a sponsor, but we're also sponsoring the upcoming event in Philadelphia. And so we'll get to meet more women like Eliza, but I was really impressed of all of the entrepreneurs we met that day. Not only was she there to promote her business, but she was able to speak to all the different aspects of her life that played into why she runs a business, the kind of business that she runs. And so I just look forward to hearing her story. So welcome, Eliza. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, well, before Tamika gets started with all these intellectual questions, can I just, <laughs> I, it wasn't self-evident to me, Tamika, that SW3AT spelled sweat. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would have said SW3AT. <laughs> so was she right, Eliza? Does SW three A T 
produced the word sweat? That's correct. Tamika is absolutely correct. It's sweat, and the three stands for mind, body, and soul. I see. So your mind sweats, your body sweats, and your soul sweats. I got it. Something like that. (laughs) Boy, you young people are just changing (laughs) the English language. My father was an English teacher in Newark, and he would roll over in his grave if he heard me talking about SW3AT, meaning sweat. But that's all right. I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm going with the Why flow. Creative. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I guess we'll start there. Tell us a little bit about your business, Sweat, and then we'll back up into how you started. Okay, great. Um, so Sweat was actually originated as a fitness apparel line in 2014, and I developed it into a brick and mortar uh, just last year. It's located in downtown Jersey City next to the Grove Street area, um, very up-and-coming area, a lot of bars, a lot of health and wellness around there. Um, just the whole downtown area is, is really growing in Jersey City. And my business is infrared heat therapy. So it's a niche business that is specifically for heat therapy. And we have infrared saunas, which is a little bit different from uh, traditional saunas as the way that they penetrate your body is in a deeper method that creates a sweat that releases toxins from your body that there's no other way to remove them. So a lot of people go on these juice cleanses and all these other ways to detox, which those are great methods to get healthier, but they don't actually remove the harmful toxins that we ingest in our body, especially living in uh, major cities. Uh, aluminum, cadmium, nickel, all of these harmful toxins uh, that we're ingesting regularly. But there's also a plethora of other benefits that it has that we try to educate people on, such as weight loss. Uh, you burn 900 calories in one session just huh? by sitting there. 900 calories? So I need to schedule my appointment today <laughs> <laughs> just at that rate. Good Lord. Oh, this, is not, this is not a sauna. This is a microwave. <laughs> my Lord. It, it, it's definitely a phenomenal technology that is actually really not, it's not too new. It's just, it happens to be, um, it just hasn't gotten popular in this area, I'll say. I came up with the idea because I came across it in California. And Mm -hmm. California is known to just have a more healthy population that lives over there. And I really wanted to bring that over here, like I said, to educate people. I mean, outside of the detoxing and the weight loss, we have skin purification. We have lymphatic drainage. uh, We have better blood circulation, which leads to immunity support. I mean, like I said, there's such an array of, of, of ways that this can benefit you. And then a whole way and that's really what what we want to advocate is for holistic medicine instead of everybody taking all these pills and all these things that we do nowadays you get a holistic way and then you also get to relax it's a really really peaceful environment our business mm-hmm. is a phenomenal establishment it's uh it embodies all of jersey city it has an industrial look with a calming feel wow. it's really really awesome well i'm coming i'm coming i may come today <laughs> It's interesting. Oh, yeah. You're like happy hour special from twelve to three. So all of our sessions are almost half off. So it's a great deal. A great time for you to come through. So you're an incredible businesswoman, clearly a health expert, um, and a veteran, might I add. So tell us a little bit about your journey to sweat. I'm already intrigued about the business. So you guys go out intrigued. and visit SW three AT. I'm sweating just listening to her <laughs> talk about sweat. Listen for nine hundred calories. I'll come sweat today too. Um, but tell us a little bit about how you got here. Like what, what's your background and what kind of drove you, um, into entrepreneurship? Well, I, so I I went to school, um, 
at NJCU, and I graduated in 2012. And when I graduated, I knew, I just knew that I was going to have a difficult time getting a job. So I had made the conscious decision before I even graduated that I was going to join the military so that Mm. I can build on my resume. So I graduated in May, and I joined the the Navy in June. (laughs) Um, Real quick, before you keep going, I don't want to interrupt you, but what did you study, and why did you think you were going to have a difficult time finding a job? I studied criminal justice, mm-hmm. and um, you would have had to have a lot of different um, internships and things of that nature to start building on your resume, and or I would have had to have started taking a lot of police uh, probation, those types of exams prior to, because a lot of them have long waiting lists and things of that nature. So I kind of was behind the curve because you know, I came from a, a family that wasn't well off, so I had to work while I was going to school. So unfortunately, I didn't have time to do unpaid internships and things gotcha. that were going to make me have a competitive resume. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you made the decision to go into the military. Smart girl, smart so financial decision. decision. <laughs> what about student loans? You know, the, the issue of the day is this over a trillion dollars of student loan debt around the country and how hard it is. How have you dealt with borrowing money to go to school and if you did, paying it back? Well, I think um, one of the greatest lessons that I've had in life was in the method that I decided to join the military. So now that I am much older and know a lot more and I also try to advocate to, you know, the youth about different pathways, I wish that I actually would have went to the Navy first. Mm. because I did incur a lot of student loan debt yeah. when I went to school for my undergrad degree. But what I did do is make sure that I didn't make those mistakes twice. So my master's, the Navy actually paid for, and Excellent. I'm going to be in the process of working on my doctorate, which the Navy is also going to pay for. That's why, Tamika, what, what we're doing with D-Free Young Money is so critical because as we've traveled the country for the last few years now, we understand that many young people, if they had the kind of motivation that Eliza had would have done exactly what she's teaching people to do mm-hmm. because the military is an option and there are all kinds of roles in the military. Right. Uh, right. But it's an option that can help you go to school paid for after your military service. Right. So that's great. Right. Eliza. I appreciate you mentioning that. Um, I think the question we get more often than any question in D free is how how do we pay off student loans? And and the quick answer is as quickly as you can, because you can't right. discharge student loans. But that's great. But now, at least for your master's degree, you're able to use your military relationship to pay for your education while you personally continue to pay off your undergraduate loans. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So um, I paid off a bulk of my loan in 2016 when I was deployed, Whenever you get deployed to a war zone, there are other incentives that they give you financially. You also don't have to pay state uh, or federal state taxes. So I was able to save a bulk of my money and uh, knock down a lot of my student loans. And those are the different avenues that I've been trying to kind of explore in order to really knock down these student loans. Wow. So you clearly are a D-Free champion. You get it. You get a bulk of money. You pay down your debt. You keep moving on in life as opposed to going shopping or buying a house or a car or something else or incurring additional debt. So I definitely applaud you for that. Um, You know, I want to be considerate of time, but I do want to hear a little bit about from a military perspective what that experience um, was like and then how you made the leap from military into entrepreneurship or if there was a step in between if I'm skipping something. 
Uh, there was a few steps in between because I actually joined the Navy Reserve, which is another reason, like I said, why I talk to the youth, because there, people just know about the military. They think, um, Dr. Just to touch on what you said, that there's just um, there's one pathway. There's so many different jobs within the military, and, and obviously I'm um, a pro on, on just the Navy, but there's so many different jobs. People just have this misconception that everyone's going to go to war or everybody needs to be a war fighter, and there's so many. I mean, there's jobs that are like HR in the military. Everybody mm-hmm. has to, you know, we, we have payroll that needs to get pushed. We have people that need to get fed. We have uh, medical facilities. So there's all these different jobs that you can have that don't necessarily put you in harm's way. And that's why I try to get people to explore this option because it's, it's not as bad as people actually think it is. And honestly, to me, it's not bad at all. I've seen a ton of different countries. I've traveled around the world. I've had experiences like, uh, you know, friends, from my area that have that have never had and honestly it's been a phenomenal experience i think it was one of the best decisions that i've ever made in my life but i one of the biggest issues is that i thought that i was doing something by getting one of these jobs so like i said when i joined the reserve i actually have a civilian job that uh, i work for new york state and this is a union pension job and i felt like i was changing the trajectory of my family's path by or past i'm sorry um by getting this job that had this pension, and now I'm going you know, to get a paycheck for life, I'm going to have a retirement. And it wasn't until I realized that I wasn't creating generational wealth this way. I was mm. creating a phenomenal life for me right now and probably a great life that I can provide for my family right now. But what happens to my kids and my kids' kids and my kids' kids? Wow. So I said, I need to do something that is going to create this generational wealth. Where did you learn to think like this? Where did you learn to think like this? We live in a lifestyle culture. Mm -hmm. Lifestyle is used to market products, to market relationships, to market media. But your, your conclusion took you from lifestyle to legacy. How did you do that? To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm, I don't know where I got this mindset from, but I just knew that, you know what? My grandmother had told me this story about how she there was a uh, brownstone in Brooklyn uh, that she could have purchased for $17,000 back in the day right. when she was growing up. And I just thought, you know how different my life would be right now if my grandmother gave me that $17,000 brownstone in Brooklyn? That happened to me. <laughs> my grandmother gave me a brownstone in Brooklyn, and that's why my life is where it is today. And that's what changed my life because my grandmother did buy she bought two brownstones of Brooklyn. She bought a 20-acre estate in upstate New York. And when wow. she died, she left it to her her surviving children and her oldest grandchild. Uh, and that's me. And wow. the, the whole D-Free movement, I'll tell you a little secret. Don't tell anybody I said this. The whole D-Free <laughs> movement is based on what our grandmothers did and knew mm-hmm. and didn't do and taught us. Wow. So that's, that's great because that's phenomenal. it is very hard. We are saturated in the culture by media that promotes lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. When in fact, right. leg- legacy is more important than lifestyle. Right. Because if 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 you spend all of your resources on lifestyle, then you'll have nothing to leave except pictures of what your lifestyle looked like when you die. Right. Right. I want to know about this heat now. I want to know now that you've made this decision to leave a legacy. You you knew that you couldn't do it simply by working for fixed income, that you had to start a business where you could invest and grow, what did you do next? You decided you wanted to leave a legacy. It would take entrepreneurship. Uh, You needed money. You needed a strategy. You needed a decision about 
what focus to have how how did you how did you pull it all together it pretty much all came from my deployment in 2016 um i we made a lot of sacrifices my spouse uh, moved back in with her mother so you know we saved on rent and then i was just saving money while i was over there the first bulk of my money went to paying down a major portion of my student loan and then the rest of it went to savings for the plan of action that I had moving forward. Mm-hmm. So when I came home, I took all of 2017 as a, as a, as a year of building. So I took some, I, I like to use a lot of resources. I find that a lot of young people also don't use all the resources that we have. Everybody out there says, oh, you know, I never knew how to do this, or there's no way for me to learn how to do that. But I find we're just not looking for it. There was an amazing program called Boots to Business that's put on by the SBA that's for service members that are transitioning out of uh, active duty or deployment to teach them how to be business uh, business people. Mm. So they also have troops to teachers. They have all these different types of avenues that you can take. So I took that course and I learned the basics. I said, I have uh, my master's is in security management, not business management. So I know a lot about management, but let me learn the basics of business. So I went through that. They taught me how to write a business plan, um, figured out the business plan. And then from there, just started building. And last year, from October, well, the business opened in November. So, you know, I went with, you know, finding the, the lease, finding the location, um, starting to get the decor of the space, and really and, and um, really, myself and my spouse did everything ourselves. Um, and then we also purchased the house in October. Wow. So we made all this happen in the end of 2018. So 2017 was the year of building, and then 2018 was the year of execution. You are what Tamika calls a money mover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're moving money from um, a consumer mode right. into an investor mode. I'm, I'm interested in knowing uh, more about your business, but, but before I know more, tell us where your website is because somebody's listening at home and they can start looking at your website even while we're wrapping up this interview. What is your website for your business? So our website is www.sweat.com, S-W-3-A-T. You could also follow us on Instagram. That's where we put a lot of our deals and sales up, and that's Sweat, again, with a three, dot sauna. Can I ask you a question? Did you also Absolutely. register the word Sweat, S-W-E-A-T.com, just in case people hear it and don't realize it's a three instead of an E? Yes, it Good. is registered. All right. Excellent. So so if I spell it the right way, I'll still get to, to your de- <laughs> your destination, which is spelled the wrong way. I got it. Right. Yeah, Good. Yes, I, I believe if you put sauna at the end, it'll still pop up. Very smart, very smart. But then you had to know what equipment to buy. You had to know uh, which machine will get you 900 calories in 42 minutes. And which customer to market to, um, being in Jersey City, I mean, I don't. I, it's close to New York, and I guess people in metropolitan areas work out. But I don't necessarily know that I'm looking for an additional avenue to sweat. So how did you how did you identify your your consumer base and kind of decide where you wanted to be? Well, I definitely did a lot of market research. Uh, the area that my business is located gets eight thousand uh, people foot traffic every day. Wow. Um, being close 
to the PATH train was a major concern of mine because I mm-hmm. want people from New York to want to travel into Jersey mm-hmm. City to use my facility. I also looked at the other businesses in the area that have comparable pricing, and we have a little bit lengthier of a session. Uh, most, of pla- most of the places that have saunas are only 30 minutes. Ours is 45, so not only does uh, that increase the amount of calories that you're burning, but it's a, a longer session for you to feel comfortable, not feel rushed because mm-hmm. we book you out for an hour. Um, I also had different uh, different ideologies that I wanted in my business from day one, and I knew that it was going to make it tougher for me, but I felt like if I'm going to be a business owner, I want to go to what's true to myself. So all of these saunas are purchased by from a veteran-owned company. Basically, awesome. every, every service, um, equipment, product, anything in the business is either a veteran-owned company, a minority-owned company, or a women-owned company. Mm. And that's all I use. It's harder, but I, 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 wanted, I wanted to support what looks like me. One of the things I've learned about entrepreneurship, whether it's retail or whether it's service-oriented, um, I learned from one of my mentors who taught me that you should run your business as if you plan to sell it whether you plan to sell it or not. What do you think of that advice? I think that that's great advice. Yeah. I've actually had several people already approach me about selling and expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say that because a lot of entrepreneurs uh, are are a bit sloppy in managing their business, which means that it, it it's going to be hard to sell because it's sloppy. When you manage your business well, keep good records, pay your taxes, stay current with your bills, and... Um, you're able to describe not just the narrative, but describe the numbers for mm-hmm. your business. Right. Then you can do a proper valuation. Someone can assess your business and look at it objectively and say, this is how much you can sell it for. And at the end of the day, you're in the business to make money. It's gratifying. Right. You're helping people lose weight and, and sweat. But at the end of the day, businesses are set up to make money. And if we get too emotionally attached we may miss an opportunity to really cash in at the right time. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to add, you know, you kind of put the three P's together, your, you know, purpose, passion, and profit, because you seem to be doing well. It's almost a year. Um, How do you feel about the success of your business and and the growth and the long-term trajectory of Sweat? Like, you clearly have built an empire early. So what do you see Uh, for the future? extremely proud but I also feel really surprised at how receptive the community has been to not only supporting it, but even learning about it. Because there's a lot of people that have said, you know, I've heard people talking about it. I've never done it, but I figure, hey, let me just give it a shot. And a lot of people end up becoming longtime clients. And it really warms my heart to know that I put my establishment in a community that believed in me. Well, you're warm much more than your heart with, with all of that heat that you got helping people. Absolutely. But, but, you know, I, I kind of, I, I, I hear, I hear the music, Tamika, of franchise in there. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, talking my language, Doc. Yeah, I hear the music of Listen, franchise. I, I live in Philadelphia, and I know there's a lot, everybody loves to work out and run there, so you can come sweat in Philly. Um whenever you're ready. But I guess before we wrap up, I couldn't, you know, have this amazing story. And I got so much from it just by hearing your your story and your testimony. But if you could give us three tips for our D-Free audience members that may be looking to start a business or already in business, um, give us your three sweat tips. 
Hmm, my three sweat tips would definitely be number one, be resourceful. Mm-hmm. Number two would be be financially literate. And it's okay if you don't know, you can continue to learn. Mm-hmm. And number three would be to get a mentor. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Eliza, this has truly been a pleasure for me. Um, I enjoyed meeting you in person, but I am even more intrigued now that we've gotten a chance to hear your story. There are so many different avenues and just pieces of information that our audience can glean from this, whether it's your military experience, the way you approached your education, the way you approached your business. And so I'm just really honored to have had you as a guest today. You know, uh, you so Tamika much. and Eliza, it's awesome to be a part of it. I'm affiliated with a company that uh, just opened new offices in Jersey City. It's da- downtown near Journal Square. We have about 100 employees there. Uh, all okay. of them make money sufficient to afford this SW3AT. <laughs> so, uh, Eliza, <laughs> offline, we're, I'm going to connect you with our offices and our staff and give you a chance to promote your services to the people that work for us in Jersey City. Perfect. I would love the opportunity. Thank you so much. All right. Well, listen, I am so inspired. I'm impressed. And I am uh, now feeling even better about the fact that we have this supplement. We we have a D-Free book. The newest D-Free book is D-Free for Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And many of the principles that Eliza has taught us are in the book. And so if you go to mydfree.org, we'll direct you to one of our resources that will help you as a business person think through all of the principles and strategies and help you connect with some of the um, uh, locations that can teach you as, as Eliza learned from the SBA on business planning. So thank you, Eliza. Uh, Thank you, uh, Dr. Sweat. And uh, let us know when you're about to expand or grow or do something special so that we can have you back and promote it. Absolutely. And thank you again for sharing your platform with me. I really appreciate it. All right. This has been the D-Free Podcast in the Black with our guest, Eliza Brevard Rodriguez, CEO and founder of Sweat, spelled S-W-3-A-T. I'm Tamika Stembridge, and I have our co-host, Dr. Soares, and we're signing off. Thank you so much. This segment of the D-Free in the Black Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Moneylines, America's most powerful financial membership. Do you know the date that you'll be out of debt? Looking to pay down your bills by a specific date, but not sure how you're going to meet your goals? No worries. We got you. Let the Billion Dollar Challenge help you set your budget and keep track of your goals. It's that simple. Join today. BillionDollarPayDown.com.